Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. Today's episode was recorded at the Brass Monkey Pub, which is a small pub near Victoria Station. It was our very first open mic there, and it's looking like we will be there at least for the near future on Thursdays from 7, so do feel free to check it out. Today's guests are two people I've been meaning to catch up with for the longest time, but the stars have never quite aligned until last night. They are Paul and Lawrence of Beyond the Vinyl. I remember seeing these gentlemen for the first time at the Reliance Pub, one of the first nights that I believe I was running. I don't think Romeo was there. And their sound is truly cinematic, in the same vein as Bruce Springsteen or Tom Petty, or even more later day, Kings of Leon, which, funnily enough, they did a cover of Molly's Chambers by Kings of Leon, very early day, KOL, and they did it fantastically. They have a very deliberate sound, a very deliberate approach, and their performance feels like it's crying out to be on a much bigger stage. So I've been wanting to catch up with them for the longest time to see how they arrived at this type of performance, at this type of sound and this type of style. And that's exactly what we got into in this conversation. So we stole away a little bit from the open mic. The artists we had last night all got to perform twice. So Beyond the Vinyl did their first set, and then we went upstairs into the corridor to have a bit of quiet so we could talk without disturbing whoever was performing. So in the background, you will hear the open mic still going on. But we have a little bit of a chat of just what exactly goes into Beyond the Vinyl. I really enjoy talking to them, and I'm sure I will talk to them again soon because there's there's a lot to get into with these two. I hope you enjoy the conversation too, and I'll see you afterwards with a little bit of original music. Enjoy. So, we are upstairs in the Brass Monkey, just by Victoria Station, for the very first open mic here. And I'm here with two gentlemen I've been meaning to talk to for the longest time. We finally stole a moment. Individually, they are... I'm Paul Turvey. And I'm Lawrence Chitty. And together, they are... Beyond us, <laughs> Beyond the Vinyl. Beyond the Vinyl, yes. I'm the singer, Lawrence is the guitar player. Now, I've only seen you at open mic nights, specifically at my open mic nights, and you've been fantastic, but you've recently played some much larger venues, is that right? Yes, we played at Priestfield Stadium in Kent, which is the home of Gillingham Football Club, where they had um, a family fun day. To They finished their season, and then the next day they had a family fun day, so they had all the players there, and they had live music, and, and there, was a, there was a lot of people that, that came down. And uh, yeah, we did two sets. Oh. On the day, yeah. Sounds like a really warm atmosphere and also sounds a million miles away from the open mics because here it's typically two songs, sometimes three, sometimes four. Yeah. What size sets were you doing there? Uh, we did two 30-minute sets. So how did that feel? Since I've only seen you on a smaller stage, how did it feel performing on a much larger stage? Oh, it, felt, it felt really good, actually. It's, uh, we, we've also just played um, in um, at the, the old York Road Unplugged Festival. And again, we were on a, on a main stage there, and playing on the stage, oh, it, it just feels more more kind of natural for us, doesn't yeah, it? Superb, yeah, it's absolutely superb. Lots more room to run around and really more, more room to run around because, like you've seen us a few times, we, yeah. we like to we, really uh, like to we like to move around quite a lot. I feel bad because you seem physically limited by the space and what you can do, but I imagine on a bigger stage, you can find that your imagination's run free, and also half an hour set. That tells me. It's quite a wealth of material up the sleeves of Beyond the Vinyl, is that right? 
Yeah, we've got quite a few songs that we've written. We also do um, some covers. Uh, we do Kings of Leon, Bruce yeah, Springsteen. That was fantastic tonight, by the way. Thank you. Nicely done. Thank you very much. Yeah, so Kings of Leon, Bruce Springsteen, Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's all kind of American stuff, to be fair, the, the covers that we do. But in regards to our, our own songs, we've probably got about 14 or 15 songs now. So how long have you been building that back catalogue? Well, this has been over about two years, isn't it? Yeah. Is that probably how, over two years, yeah. Is that how long the two of you have known each other? Yeah, probably about two and a half years, I think. We met in a covers band, because I hadn't been singing for about ten years. And then I just thought, I need to get back into doing it. So I saw an advert online, and um, I tried out with this band. Went down there, and, and Lawrence was um, playing the guitar for them. And, and we went round and did a few gigs, and... Uh, personally, I didn't feel it was right for me because we were we were just doing um, covers. And I said to Lawrence, "Look, you know, I've got quite a few songs that I've already written. Okay. And you know, do you fancy um, seeing what we can do, just the two of us?" All right. So, Lawrence, the only yes. answer for you is yes. No, no, it has. It's been fantastic, actually, for me. I mean, someone as talented as Paul, we sort of come up with. The way it kind of works is Paul generally say, we sit down, I'll just bang out some calls and some different things, mm-hmm. and then you'll get a, like a, a, a yes, I like it, no, I don't like it. And then normally on that night or whenever we do it, he'll come up with like a guide vocal, then he'll go away and come back, and that's it, the song's there. They do come together really quickly, actually, the songs, to be fair. I mean... From what I see of the two of you on stage, there's definitely a natural chemistry between them. You yeah, bounce no, off each other feel, really well. Yeah, we do feel that. And I guess when it comes to the writing, the same is true. Now, when you're writing, at the moment, it's just Paul, you're singing, and Lawrence, you're on guitar. Yeah. Do you imagine what the drums and the bass and lead guitar, etc., are doing when you write this stage? Yeah, because uh, we, we, yeah, we've we done do. an EP, and that's a full band EP. We've got some session musicians in. And we've got one song called The Stars Align, which is on YouTube. We've We've done a video for that, and that's got a big kind of drum breakdown yes, in the middle section. And um, everybody that's heard it says, you know, they love that bit, you know. And and, and that was something I, I sat with the um, the drummer, and I kind of explained yeah, what I had in my head, and and I well, I, I kind of showed him like a rough kind of drum night. drum pattern, and then um, he he kind of went from there. So, so yeah, a lot of the time I can I can imagine what the other parts are going to be doing. I wonder what was when the covers band you were in. Was it just lots of different artists you were covering? Was it a specific artist that you were covering? Uh, no, it was all sorts of stuff. It was like Guns and Roses, Pretenders. Because there was a female singer in the band as well, so we kind of share singing duties. Because so, you know, there's that cliche of when people start a band, they might put an advert in the enemy or something saying drum or bass, whatever needed, and then you list a bunch of bands that you like. It sounds like if you started together in a covers band that list had already been established of that yeah. similar taste. Oh yeah, it did do, yeah. Well, I also, I had played for about, oh, I'd say probably about 10 years myself. And it was that covers band, I thought, they don't sound like they want someone amazing, I'll go for that audition, uh-huh. I got it. And then Paul turned up pretty much on the same basis. Have either of you been in, before this band, have there been past musical careers? Were there teenage bands back in the day? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, no, I've done plenty of original bands in the 80s and whatnot, yeah. but it seemed, I don't know, it was just so difficult to get anywhere with it. Very true. Was it, what kind of styles were you doing in the 80s then? Oh, just jam, all sorts of different things really. 
Okay. And Paul, was it kind of similar for you? Yeah, I was living over in the Medway towns in Kent. Um, like, this is going back like 15, 16 years ago. And yeah, I was in a band that, my, the first band I was in, we all met at art college. And we used to do places in Rochester, Chatham. We used to play down at the casino rooms in Rochester. We used to have like a, a, a set every, every month. And again, that was, that was pretty much covers and that was Nirvana, Manic Street Preachers, Stereophonics, stuff that was kind of really kind of big at the time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like Design for Life and, and a lot of the stuff off the first two Stereophonics albums. It feels like, because when I first started getting into guitar music, it was The Strokes yeah. and Kings of Leon and so on, and yeah, music felt very much pared down. But just before that, it was very big and cinematic and it really filled yeah, the room. Yeah. And that's the vibe I get from you guys. Is it safe to say, might be similar to me here, where you had your childhood bands, your teenage bands, you go your separate ways, but that desire to make music never really leaves no, you. No, it never leaves you. No, it doesn't. Was there a lot of uh, sessions just you with your guitar still kind of writing your own stuff or just playing along to Um I kind of did write a lot of stuff, but then when I stopped playing ten years ago, just to stop... A complete stop? Well, yeah, basically bands fell to bits and you're getting a bit older, you've got work commitments yeah. and your kids and all that. It's just takes time, doesn't it? Yeah. And then when I got back into it, I thought, well, no one's going to want to listen to an old man playing original material. So I just started doing the covers again. The chops were still there. Oh, well, yeah. I try my best. That's, <laughs> I why, think, that's I think, why I move about a lot. <laughs> I think I take your mind off it. <laughs> just the, the art distraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think with me, it was just like the last band that I, I'd been in kind of broke up. And then I just, yeah, I just stopped. And then the kind of time went by, and then you get a little bit older, and then you think, was that me? You know? And the only time I was, I was doing it was um, I was going out with my partner, and, and we'd get back, and, and we'd had a couple of drinks, and then I'd be singing along. And she was like, you've got to be, you should be doing this. And then, you know, but when you've had a few beers or drinks or whatever, you're just like, yeah, yeah, I should do this. And then the next day, you're like, no. <laughs> But, but yeah, then, then I got back into it and, and yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah. it. It seems like the spirit is still strong and there's some momentum behind you. You've just done a fantastic set down here tonight. Hopefully we'll hear from you again. But what else lies in the near future for Beyond the Vinyl? Well, we're back in the studio on the 20th of June. We're putting down um, some new tracks that, that we've written. And we've already recorded some rough demos. We've got about five songs down. We're going to do another three. And then we're going to pick out the four strongest songs, that, in our opinion, are the strongest songs. And then we're going to record those. We'll get some session players in, I think. And we, we've also discussed um, going to a full band as well. Because yeah. a lot of people that have seen us have said, you've got that kind of big stadium feel. And we'd be interested to hear what you sounded like with drummer, with a drummer and a bass player and maybe keys. You know, so that's something that we're gonna we're gonna think about. That is encouraging, and I imagine at the root of it all, that spirit that never really went away of writing your own material, that chemistry between you, yeah. that's as strong as yeah, ever. Oh, oh no, exactly, exactly. And we, you know, there's no right or wrong way to write a song, but you know, a lot of the time I'll come up with some lyrics or I'll come up with a melody in my head, and then we'll sit down and go through it. And sometimes Lawrence comes up with some some ideas on the guitar, and then I'll come up with like a vocal melody. So, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just, if it works, it works. It's just keep 
plugging away at it, I suppose, that is, that is the answer. And, and at the end of the day, you, you had said before that we've got that kind of big kind of Americana Very stadium much. feel. Absolutely. And that's why I kind of grew up on like Springsteen, and, but I also like Queen, I love Freddie Mercury as a performer. Yeah. So I always like stuff that's entertaining and, you know, putting on a show. So. In fact, something that ties in with the artists you're mentioning you like and yourselves is those artists were very much career artists. It wasn't as though they had a career in their early 20s, mid 20s and disappeared. Yes. They kept going well on. <laughs> they went going well on into their careers and kept delivering that fantastic sound and passion yeah. all the way through. So as you continue to do the same, where can people find out what's coming next? Where are you online? What should they look for? Uh, well, we're on um, Facebook, we're on YouTube, uh, we're working on our website at the moment as well, so we're going to hopefully have that up in the next couple of months, but at the moment it's, it's YouTube and Facebook, um, so that's the best place to look for us, and, and we've got a few gigs kind of lined up in the next couple of months, we should be playing in Enfield in July, I think it's about the 14th of July, and... Like I said, we did the old York Road unplugged, and we've been told we, you know, they've got some other gigs lined up for us as well. So it's kind of watched the space, really. Absolutely, took a word out of mouth. Well, guys, thank you very much for your time, you. and here's to the next one. Thank you very much. Cheers. And that was that. Thank you very much to Lawrence and Paul for your time and for that fantastic conversation. I look forward to the next one. Yeah, so we now have another open mic Thursdays at the Brass Monkey. From 7 o'clock, do feel free to come down. Uh, I, it's Friday that I'm recording this, and I don't think I'm going out tonight. I think I'm going to have a little bit of me time, which means tomorrow's episode will probably be just me, which I don't think I've done for a little while. It's been good. I haven't. I always enjoy getting out and talking to people, but I do need to do some catching up. Now that I've crossed the... Now that I'm a septuagenarian, I think that's the term for when you're past the 70 threshold, it doesn't hurt to take a moment take stock, and really analyze where I am and where I want to be. That's enough of me and my therapy session. <laughs> 71 therapy sessions with whoever's listening to this. Thank you very much for sticking with me. You can find me online at Saddest Night Out on Twitter and Instagram and saddestnightout at gmail.com if you wish to say hello or if you have any suggestions for who I should talk to, who I should check out, anyone that happens to be in London because we're still very much in phase one of whatever this thing is. And if you wish to contribute to the course so that I can work my way towards then whatever the next phase of this thing is, you can find me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash saddestnightout. Today's music is heavily inspired by the band Interpol. Got me thinking when these guys were talking about the size of their sound and who their influences were and the cover bands they were in in the past. Interpol were definitely a band that have heavily informed my sound and are cinematic in their own way, not quite in the classic way that Beyond the Vinyl are or some of their influences are. But they, for me, they took post-punk to a more cinematic, via hip-hop, direction. They've got a new song out called The Rover. They've got a new album coming out called Marauder. And that first song, that new song, I've only heard it once, and I really like the rhythm of it. And of course, I, I like the song already because I'm a big fan of this band, and they, they rarely, I don't think they've ever really disappointed me. So I'm very excited to hear their new music. But just hearing that new song once inspired a little something in me. So here's a song that is... Just, I'll just say enthusiastically inspired 
by the new song The Rover by Interpol. Goes a bit like this. And that's that. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Take care.